I am shocked, both of you. I was disappointed. And with that, we are live. Welcome to season, uh, episode six, season no. five of the Fantasy Trail. Uh, of course, the only podcast that is 100% focused on Boone Trail Fantasy League. And guys, this has been kind of a crazy week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at, first of all, we're recording on a Thursday. <laughs> yep. And we didn't tell anyone either. And no. you know what? No, no, no one seemed disappointed on Wednesday morning. <laughs> you mean the hordes of fans were not clamoring for a Tuesday show? Yeah, I guess not. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I don't really – I can't – we've had two trades this week. Two or three. When was that When was that first trade? That second – well, I guess two since – Yeah, we've, we've had a lot of movement. I, I think that's been cool. I also want to I want to compliment you both. You know, I, I missed last week. I did listen to the pod. Um, you know, I, I always enjoy um, being a part of this, but it's 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 interesting to go back and listen. Uh, I thought you guys, you know, as always, I, it was a good job. It was fun. It was some good discussion. Um, and then the week got even crazier than I think you guys would have ever predicted. We absolutely did. And, you know, we, we brought up, you. we were talking a little bit, you, know, you guys, the audience, caught a little bit of the end of it. And we were talking about the um, rule vote that we took. Uh, was that Saturday we took that? Yeah, right around that time. Uh, the rule was, was brought to my attention. Um, it was not developed by yes. me, but I, I, I wanted to put it out there. And we put it out there. And, you know, there was a little debate back and forth. And that's always the hard part when it's the middle of the year. You know, we don't get to have the, the kind of discussion that you might have at a rules summit. Um, I almost wish there had been a little more back and forth. Um, but in the end, it was really close. It ended up being a 5-5 vote. And, you know, as commissioner, I looked at that and said, I, I don't feel comfortable passing something that's 50-50 with the league. Uh, we, we usually settle on the majority rules. So even though, you know, it wasn't a majority against it, there wasn't a majority for it. So at that point, I, m I made the call that we were going to have that be a, a no. Um, and and I, was, I was surprised. And I think that was the discussion that they were catching the tail end of there. But uh, I don't know. I, I, my point, and I think the people that were, were into it were just looking to try and find a way to make a little normalcy out of, out of the stress of these Tuesday games and these, is it going to be canceled or is it going to play or when is it going to get pushed to? And there's already so many things with buys and injuries and COVID cancellations that possibilities hanging over the head just seemed like another stress that we might be able to alleviate. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I almost wonder if we had, if we had a little bit of time to have discussed this on the fantasy trail. I mean, I know it's only the three of us, only 30% of the league. Um, but at the same time, if we had maybe brought some of the pros and cons of the debate, and verbalize them that maybe we would have had a uh, different outcome. I think that's exactly right. You know, and I think that's always really hard when you're just kind of throwing it out there and you, know, you get the explanation of what it is, but you don't get to hear people's thoughts. Uh, I've been really thrilled, in fact, with one of the things in our league, which is that our rules meetings tend to really have good conversations that come out of this. And there's a lot of people that go, oh, I didn't think of that, or oh, that's a good point. And I do think it shifts opinions sometimes. So it's one of the benefits that we have of having that rules summit and it also shows why very often we don't even put one of these into the middle of the season and we don't usually ever do that and the only reason i did this year was because it's such an incredibly unusual weird year 
Um, and then I also think that um, we put a lot of things in place this year for the for cancellations for people going on injured reserve um, before the season, and that really helped us out. So we're not nearly in as rough a spot as some other leagues are. I think that's right. All right, so let's move on and let's look at um, what was we happening. We would have definitely been in a very tough spot last year. Yeah, no question. All right, so here here's the scoreboard from last week. Um, let's start at the bottom, or let's start with the high score. And that was Casey. He takes another high score of the week, and I hope Michael Thomas uh, – if you're going to chime in on this, uh, maybe tomorrow uh, when you hopefully listen, I believe this is Casey's third high score. Mm. So more than half the weeks he's had mm-hmm. the high score. You have a 189 uh, and Brian who puts up, uh, you know, top, well, yeah. top six. Yeah. Or, <laughs> Uh, 134, respectable, respectable. Yeah, it, and it's, it, it is top six. It's, it's a great, I mean, yeah, that's, listen, there's no 134. He, he would, he would have beat five other teams, four other teams, but like, yeah, nothing wrong. Casey, just a monster week again. Again. Yeah. Um, but case, I mean, we'll, we'll maybe talk about Casey a little bit coming up. He's, he's got some issues with his team though. He's got some big issues. He does, um, and and a couple of them still put up pretty good numbers, even with the issues like Cook. Um, but I mean, it's it's one of those rare times where you just see every single person on his team is double digits, and the first four are all twenty five or above. I mean, yep. that's just that's just a monster. I I think almost all of us had written off Todd Gurley to the extent that he was going to be a fantasy relevant running back to this degree, and he's number eleven in the league. Yeah, I think that is is an incredible surprise. If I look at his team, there's no like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it, guys. Um, beyond that, uh, I think the other one that stands out just as like he's been more impressive than I thought would be Crowder, who's like I think I don't know top twenty five, but I just I don't know. Casey and just I didn't did picture. Go ahead, Mike. I didn't picture Thalen to even be as dominant. And I know Diggs left um, Minneapolis. I just, I just didn't see it happening. I didn't think it'd be as good. And I, and I, you know, for some reason, I don't have a really good reason on to say why. But I do remember throwing some shade on this one earlier. Yeah, he's but, number two. Number and, two. In the league. Yeah, I was wrong. I mean, I was wrong. I have no problem saying that. And he, you know, he he he's a funny player because you you'll um you you'll be watching the game and he'll have two catches for. 40 yards or 60 yards. And then all of a sudden he gets another 60 yards and a touchdown. And you're like, where did that come from? And like the last minute of the game, like not necessarily garbage points, but yeah. He's got to, he's got to worry about the cook injury though. It looks like he's healing better than I thought. Uh, He's got this Julio Jones injury slash COVID question mark that might be going down this weekend. And, you know, the most important one of all, he's still got to worry about Marlon Mack. That could be a real concern going forward. Who knows when Mr. Mack will be. I heard Oh, James. What was the quote in the chat? 
Oh, um, what are you referring to? I say so much stupid mess on there. I couldn't even I gotta, begin. I got I, I to get. What a, what a damn week for me. Three players on by and one out. Oh, not yeah. so, I, I thought that was an interesting quote we got. Yeah, that, that was first thing this morning. Um, interesting little comment. Yeah, you know what's interesting? Like, for once in his life, Casey had sympathy of the league. You know, right. 190 right. was not only the score, but it was the number of degrees Dak's angle turned. And and, and for everybody was on his side. Everybody was, was on him. And, and he immediately oh, loses all that good Casey, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Can, can we put a pin in this discussion for one second? Yeah. We have ahead. a question uh, from Logan Lima. What should I do about Clyde Edwards Elaire? Should I be very worried about Bell joining? Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I'll take Jason. this from Logan. <laughs> this is my situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm miserable with this. I think this is awful for him. I've been worried about Clyde all year. He, he can't score in the goal line. He's been an absolute mess inside of the 10-yard line. And and Bell, while not a monster back, is a little more shifty and is probably going to steal those carries. He was already split in time with Darrell Williams. I, I did not think that he had a great relationship with Mahomes passing-wise. I think Bell's going to slip into that a little easier. I definitely think you're worried. I think he goes from a number one back to a flex. So now, would you, would you try and move him? I don't think anybody's going to want him now. I would be more than willing to move him because I think this uh, is is not great for him. But if anybody is out there who does, Logan, including you, you let me know. We'll make a deal. All right. You're, you don't think that because Bell wasn't able to – they weren't able to get any trade for Bell, that that doesn't kind of tell you where the market is with him? That he perhaps nope, nope. won't be used as much? No one wanted to pay Bell's salary. That was Bingo. That's it right there. They would have had right. so many traffic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like nobody would give them a seventh round in the league. It's all about money, Mike. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about the salary. <laughs> all right. Um, sorry to interrupt the conversation about Casey's team. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that more. Uh, yeah, that's all good. I think uh, Brian's got an interesting thing. He was looking looking better there. Um. You know, he's, he's, he's got a, a, a little bit of a question mark with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, he's been good, but I think he's going to hopefully be uh, getting Stafford coming back maybe better there. This was a wicked week for buys if you look down at Brian. You know, he, he lost yeah. his defense, a possible tight end, uh, his number one receiver, a running back who may be going to jail. Um, and he's got that on his mind now, too. Uh, it, it's, a, it, it, it's a good score with as many guys as he had out. Um, now, but now th- this is what this is what I'll say with um, Gordon. Uh, you know, uh, DUI is never a good situation, but from everything I've heard, Gordon handled it the right way. Um, yeah, DUI and thirty over the limit, though. <laughs> all right, not great. Mo- moving on to the second high score, and that was uh, Justin Joel with a one seventy five. Um, Against uh, Jake, who only put up a 90, the low score of the week. Yeah, Jess has to be thrilled with that, especially now that she's learned uh, that the top points do make it in the playoffs. We had a little discussion about that the well, other day. Well, it was a, a debate, uh, an R slash argument, you know, but that, never mind. It's basically the same thing with me. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I think that she actually made out really well today with the news because Miami was the other team in on the Bell sweepstakes, and she gets to keep Miles Gaskin as the number one back, who looks really good with a solid 20 there. And then I think the thing that stands out the most for me when I look at Jess's team is that she did not skip a single beat when McCaffrey went out. It went right yep. to Davis, and he's done just as well. The Mike and Davis you know pickup was huge for. And, you know, we'll continue to uh, probably do well once even um, McCaffrey comes back. Yeah, and no, I don't think that's good for her. Now, well, you might have two solid starters every week. Oh, on the same team? It's been done before. Hey, I, look, I, I, I mean, look at, look at Chubb and Hunt. The beginning of the year, they were both putting up starter numbers. Yeah, I think I think it's a tough. I I think that like it it kind of does put her in a little bit. Look at it. It's I mean because you know with Christian McCaffrey, you were expecting everything to go through him. Mike, can you speak at all to her thinking in the Edelman for Godwin deal? Is she just worried about his hamstring or? Um, she just didn't like the idea that he would just kept on. It's almost similar to the Michael Thomas situation where you hear something good, but he just, she just thinks he's never coming back. Okay. I mean, it's a, I matter of, more like, like it's a matter of impatience. And I will say in my experience with sometimes being impatient, sometimes that is like the best thing to be like, at some point you have to be like, look, this mm-hmm. isn't paying off. Right. Do, do, do you know who uh, started those trade talks? Um, he did. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting game. It's not like super unfair or anything. Edelman's a good. No, that's good, but, but like, I, I do get this idea that like, and I have some trouble where I hang on to guys for too long, and I keep thinking like, oh, eventually, 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 and I, and I think sometimes having that impatience can actually benefit you. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, poor Jake losing Dak. That that was painful yeah. to watch and painful for his fantasy season. But you know what? Uh, just like Jess. Picked up Mike Davis. Uh, he did pick up Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. um, who I I really I don't think it's going to be a huge downgrade. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to think of him anymore, man. I, we haven't seen him in a long time. He obviously didn't look horrible, but that's the Giants' D. It's not great. Uh, he, he's a little older, and he looks he looks pretty washed up in Cincinnati, man. Yeah, but he. I, mean, I, I he, think that that's kind of what you're asking, right? Is is the Cincinnati? Are those last Cincinnati years him, or was it just a bad organization? It was a. I don't think he had. I mean, he Green was hurt. He didn't have anyone to throw to. It. I mean, he, I mean, Burrow came in there and looks good. Yeah, but that's a whole off season. I mean, not really. Um, I, he's younger than I thought. I'll give him that. I just looked it up, and I would have guessed he was a little older. He's only 32. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, I would argue he's one of the better backups. I mean, yeah. League. Right? Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I think that still sucks, though. I, I don't think he can ever put up what Dak was putting up. I think the no, reason I, no. yeah, I mean, Dak, Dak was having a all-time great passing yeah. season. Um, but I don't think it's going to be, I don't think, you know, you guys were talking about who should the Cowboys trade for. I mean, I think I'd keep Dalton there over any of the guys you were mentioning. 
All right, but if you're Jake and you're relying on that, you know, he's been 30 points a game, and that was with a 13-point injury game. So he's probably been higher than that. He's probably been closer to 32, 33. You know, I think if you're lucky with Dalton, you're getting 20. And yeah. I think that's reasonable. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But and you know what? I'll Jake, tell this to Jake. Somewhere else. Jake, I have three starting quarterbacks right now. Send me a trade offer. We'll talk. There you go. I have to. All I mean, right. listen, I mean, um, Herbert's on the trading block. And with a, a with a 153, the third highest score of the week, 0. 0.8. Uh, I, I put up the third highest score of the week, just barely beating you, JT. Um, so glad not, we weren't playing. I would have been miserable. And I, I defeated uh, Colin. Um, you, you know, that that Giants game helped me out a little bit. Um, Slayton putting up 21 points. He's so boomer bust. Um, and then, you know, just riding my running back. So, you know. That's why I put him in my lineup because they were playing the Dallas. Hey, look, I agree. I agree. Yeah, Tamala. I mean, you got to be happy with that, with your number one back out, um, and and you know you got you've you've kind of gotten a, a major boost with with Hunt. That's been really good for you there. You had a, a weird little injury situation with Chark, or leaving early. Brown yeah. through for you, but and you know he he was questionable, and then he had such. I had him on my bench last week. When he when he went for thirty, and I'm like, oh, I can't do that again. And then I put him in, and he does nothing. Um, right. So, um, I mean, you, I don't know. I, I think you got to be pretty pleased with that. Uh, 49ers defense doing nothing. That, that's a good score with uh, with some of the games you had in there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm not thrilled with my record, but yeah, well, twenty point deficit out of defense. I mean, Mahomes has looked better the past couple weeks. Um, yeah. So, and that's another tough one for Colin because you know he 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 kind of turned it around after we had thought he was really in the dumps. He was two and two, and he puts up a one thirty, which you know not not the greatest score, but not a horrible score. Um, Kittle really let him down, and then Russell Gage just doing absolutely nothing with Julio. Yeah. Surprise! I expected a lot more out of him. He'd been doing better when Julio was playing. Um, and then like Mike said, he had a 20 point advantage in the defense. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a bummer. points in defense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. JT, you defeated Rachel, uh, 153 to 103. Um, and I mean, your receivers are just ridiculous. Metcalf had a huge game. Um, and I mean, I have Lockett in another another league, and like you couldn't even like where was he that game for the most part? Lock, Matt Calf, which was everywhere, and then Hopkins. I mean, he's had a slow game, but then real quick he really pumped it up. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been buoyed by that because I don't have anything in the running back area, and even <laughs> I have even less now thanks to uh, what we were just talking about earlier. I think one of the weirdest things for me has been how pedestrian Lamar has been uh, outside of the first week. He, he really hasn't had any um, anything. And then this, you know, last week he must not have been feeling well and they're playing a crummy team. Cause he didn't even run. He ran the ball two times last week. Um, and that, that is, I am banking on him getting a 30. Do you think, do you think there's any ceiling scratching here? 
I, I think they're being more careful with him. And I think defenses have also figured him out at least a little bit. Um, but I don't think they're running the same style offense right now. Yeah. I think they're trying to be careful. I think they're trying to keep him safe for the playoffs. They don't want to see him get hurt. Uh, last year, they kind of just let him loose, and he was running 10, 12 times a game. It's more like five times a game here. Uh, he's trying to, they're trying to turn into a little bit more of a pocket passer because I think they saw in the playoffs that that doesn't work. Um, so, yeah, uh, between him and Hilaire kind of being crummy, it's, it's super <laughs> – it's super lucky for me to even be where I am. Um, and unfortunately for Rachel, she didn't, she didn't put up much of a fight. She was, she was hurting though. You know, no Chubb, no Marvin Jones. She had to bench Josh Allen. She had no tight end with Hawkinson. She had no John Brown. Like it was just, it was a murderer's row of, of players either out or once she ended up benching because of COVID. And, uh, that's, that's not her normal squad on top of the fact that she's not had a very good year anyway. So, yeah, I, and she's got to be real worried about Drake. I mean, I think this is the second week Edmonds has outscored him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he's still getting the majority of the work, but he just doesn't look great. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm in the market. I want to make some moves. I don't really know the best way to go, but I, I, I feel very crummy about my bench, and I have not had any buys. Um, I, I just have very little of my starters and had a buy. So that's all coming up for me still. And I still only have two wins. Um, so that's, it's going to be interesting. I'm losing Metcalf and I'm losing, I think Foley this week. It's uh, ew, I don't know. Uh, I don't feel great about my team right now. And I can't seem to figure out Daryl Henderson. Every time I play him, he gets nothing. And every time I bench him, he puts up 20. It's really fun. Yeah. I mean, th- some of those backfields are just terrible. Yeah, because there's Akers and Brown coming back there. I just, uh, I thought Gallup was going to be better. CD Lambs turned out to be the monster there. I thought Ingram would not be great, but it's not like Dobbins is doing all that much, and, and Ingram still isn't doing anything. That's been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a very disappointing backfield, too. All right, last matchup was the Michael Thomas uh, losing to Money Mike. Um Morning, Mike. You saved your skin here, buddy, because you were in a lot of hot water if you didn't pull this one out after your here. And now, were you a little nervous with Ridley that first half of that game? Well, um, you know what? Eh, not really. I, I thought it was going to be fine. I do think that, like, in just in, in just looking at it, and this is what I'm going to say. To be honest, Cooper was making me a little bit more nervous because he was out. Like, while Dak was playing, he was out for a good portion of the game for no reason at all. And I, I have no – I couldn't explain to you why. Almost like there was, like, some type of issue or something. Ertz yeah, doesn't look, look very good. I can't pick a defense no matter how I change it. Um, I took the right. I took the risk on Diggs, but I do think whenever it comes to push to shove, I just think the NFL is going to run all sixteen games. So as, as far as like the Titans and Bills, the reason they ran it is because they can't push the Titans back anymore. Yeah, and it wasn't as much of a risk. They, they knew it wasn't. It wasn't a good look. He couldn't catch him, man. There was nothing he could do to get the points to catch you. So not 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 a huge risk. Yeah, I mean, but I'd already. But I had already made the choice that he was going in. You understand what I mean? Like, I do. Like, I, do. I, I didn't yeah. play guys who would have already played. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, 
It All wasn't right. a huge look. Look, I, I just think when push comes to shove, we're going to do it. Um, so I, I have a question for you, Mike. Who's your QB? And he didn't have a great week. He didn't have a great week. Who's your QB going forward? Who are you going with? I don't know. Three. I'm. I do have three guys. I don't know. I don't know. I really want someone to trade me one of them. I, I'm willing to trade any one of them. I actually think that they're relatively equal. Hmm. And I, I mean, really, which one? Which one do you think would be the? If you were to pick one, which one would you say? You know, if I had to roll with one, I'd go with him. Oh, buddy, no. There's nothing Herbert more. Herbert has a higher ceiling. There is Newton nothing probably more than you being in your own head. So you just go ahead and live up there. See what happens. Get lost. What, that I can overcoach this and mess it up? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that Herbert has the highest ceiling. Newton is going, to get this, is going to get in through rushing it. And the most consistent passer is golf. Yeah, it does bother me a little bit. Love it. <laughs> Uh, uh, I right. don't know. Um, look, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of a little bit torn on. We'll see. Jake's going to offer me a, a trade. Okay. Maybe Rachel. Okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> you, you, you can wait to trade with Rachel till after this week if you don't mind. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, All right so, let's, uh, so let's talk about the standings. Um, you know, uh, we're doing a little bit different this week. We had been doing the top, uh, our top pick, and then our last pick, and we're actually going to do top three um, this week. So, but I think, uh, and JT, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but for all our last picks, uh, we are all searching for a new cousin. Um, yeah, sorry, and. Yes. You know, I mean, with me, a lot of it's just her points. She hasn't broken 600 points yet. Um, I, I, she, I mean, 70 points less than the second lowest team. Um, yep. So uh, she should be able to get those 10 points and break it this week, um, hopefully. Well, not hopefully since I'm playing her. but <laughs> I think she'll get 10 points. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Yeah, that she's she's had a rough go of it. On top of the fact that she's up there in points against too, uh, which is a, a really rough combo. Um, and and she just uh, she's she's had a lot of rough luck. Number one back going down, and and a, a bench that hasn't really stepped up yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, the chubby injury was brutal. It would have been good if maybe, and I know this is Monday morning quarterback, if she could have handcuffed Hunt at in, in some point. But I, I know that's not always possible. But you know what? I don't know how many moves she made, but she made a couple moves today. Um, I mean, she, she was she, at zero the last time I was on the pod, and now she's up to seven. So at least there's been some since then. Like she, she. I mean, she's working to get out of this funk, and I, I mean, I, I think she's gonna after this week. Um, hopefully, <laughs> get, get on like the right track. You know, no, no offense, Rachel. Um, all right, so then. Top three. Um, I don't know how we want to do this. If you just want to say your top three, or we want to do third, second, then first. Yeah, I, let's let's do uh, let's do third, second, first. Okay, All I right. like it. Scarano, who's your third? 
Uh, I have I have Michael Thomas on this one, and um, I am just you know I'm just looking. I I really am just going by the numbers here because I'm just trying trying to combine the idea that he does have the most. Or he's tied for first place with with wins, and then a, he does of the people who are tied for first, he comes in third in points. Yeah, you, you're uh, not going by the numbers. You're not going by the numbers, JT. Yeah, I think he's uh, actually had a very lucky start to the year. Uh, my, my third is actually going to be, oh. uh, I think mine's going to be Jess. Uh, I think that Jess wow. actually has, uh, a, a better team. Uh, she's outscored him, um, by 60 points. So that's more than 10 points per week. And she has actually had 70 points more scored against her. Michael Thomas has had the least points scored against him in the league. Obviously not his fault, uh, but he's benefited from that. Uh, I also uh, think that that might change going forward because he's making some moves right now. Um, but, you know, Michael Thomas is uh, seventh in the league in points. So I think that that is not necessarily going by the numbers um, if that's what you're looking at, Mike. I know that wins well, are I looked, at, I, looked at, I looked at wins, losses first. Well, I understand. Wins the rule of the day. But if I'm ranking teams, I'm not only looking at wins. You know, I think that, as we've talked about many times, there's so many other factors. So, um, I, I think Michael Thomas obviously has a good team, and and he very well may come out on top again. Just don't want to catch any flack here. But uh, at the same time, uh, <laughs> I think Jess actually has consistently uh, had a really really good, um, you know, just just a, a good and high scoring team, and and that's without some of her her best players. So we'll see we'll see what happens going forward. She's my number three. And you know, I'm I'm looking at the transactions and. Michael Thomas only has eight, which kind of surprised me. I thought he would have been higher than that. Because, um, I mean, he's made some tremendous pickups. Yeah. Um, he, always he, he always does. He, 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 he does always. Uh, yeah. Now, I'm going to go with my number three, and that would be Casey. Wow. Now, now uh, most points scored in the league. I absolutely understand that. By far. And a 4-1 record. Uh, yes, and that's absolutely yeah. true. But he said it himself. He's in for a world of hurt. He's got a bunch of players out. And I don't know if he's made the moves to address that. Uh, I, I think going forward, he he's not going to have the consistent performance that he's put. Now, he's put up the high score. I What I believe is three out of the five weeks we've played. I've under, I understand this. However, I think... End of the year, he will not be in the number one spot. Okay. okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. Number two. Serrano. Okay. Um, I know again, I've we've been I've been chastised on this one before, but I am going to put myself in this one. And in, in, in all reality, um, in the head-to-head matchup, I do lose to Casey, but I do have the four and one record, and I also have um I have the Second highest score in points for, and I have depth on my bench to answer your next question. Do I have the depth in like the wide receiver and flex positions? And I definitely do. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Good. JT. Uh, I actually have uh, Casey in this spot. I think, uh, I think Casey has um, much like Michael Thomas benefited from uh, some weak opponents, myself included who did not put up very good scores against him. Um, and he is second lowest in points against. So I don't think it would have mattered too much 
But there have been some some weeks where um, if his number maybe wasn't a little little better, he would have lost. Uh, whereas uh, some of the other higher against teams maybe wouldn't have. Um, and I also agree with Tamala. I think that Casey, as we've said all year, has had an incredible top of the order. But the minute we get into when he has to start subbing people in, we said he was going to be in trouble. And this week combines buys and injuries in a way that I think he's going to see a lot of going forward. So I think Tamala's reasoning that he just gave is exactly right. Um, and when Casey gets everybody back, if he gets everybody healthy and the buys are over, I think his team is a monster again and, and possibly the best in the league. But for this next five or six week buy stretch, um, I think he's in trouble. And I, I, I do see him dropping down the standings a little bit. All right. And for my second spot, I have Jess. Um, you know, she's, she's right up there. Um, third, third, (laughs) bring her on. Um, you know, third point scored. Um, she has the, uh, one of the highest, um, did she want to come on? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I told you, she will not come on. She's actually not happy that I'm even like like leaving to tell her and stuff like this. This oh, it, it, so this wasn't well taken. Very does, good, very good. Does she listen? <laughs> does just listen? Does she download at least? I don't she, think so. I think she eavesdrops a little bit through the door. Is she a subscriber? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um. No, I, I, I think, and like we've said with her moves, um, you know, I think she has Mike Davis until uh, McCaffrey comes back, and then yeah. she'll just keep on rolling. I don't, I, I see her continuing this streak, and um, she, I mean, she's has out of the top teams, she has the most points scored against, and she's still up there. Uh, that being said, uh, JT, I can't read that. Who has the most points scored against them? It's you. It's oh. you. Yeah. It's you. And uh right behind you, buddy, is this guy. So uh I'm I'm right there with you. Um yep. you, you you are definitely taking up the lead. So congrats yeah. on that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, may, maybe when I hit the second half of the schedule, um, the other half of the league, maybe I'll catch up a little bit. <laughs> we, we will see. All right, number one, Serrano. All right, I, 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 I listen to your points, and I do like them. However, I'm still going to give it to Casey just because of how far ahead he is in points scored and the record. That That's all, and he beat me, and it makes a difference. I know it's it's somewhat self-centered and egotist, but he he, he, he stopped me pretty bad, man. But, um, guys, I understand many of your points. I get it. You guys go ahead. All right, JT? Um, I actually have, uh, and again – the pain that this causes me. I have Money Mike right across. <laughs> the pain. Um, I think Mike I has a, uh, a much deeper team than Casey, even though Casey, I think, has a better team, as was evidenced when they were both at full strength. Yeah. Casey beat him. Um, but I do think Mike has a better bench. And right now, that's when that becomes important. The first four weeks or whatever is just like, you're just trying to dodge injuries and COVID bullets, but we're not worried about buys. And now that the buys start, I think we really start separating the teams that that have been planning for this and uh, getting ready for it with uh, stocking up that bench. And Casey's bench is a little thin, and he is about to um, hit, a, hit a bigger rough patch where, Mike, I think you could sustain a lot more of those kinds of things occurring based on the, on the depth that you have. So even though you're you know, approximately 60 points behind him, 
And, uh, you know, you've had about a, uh, equal points against both uh, bottom three in the league. Yeah. But, um, it's, uh, it's, it's your team that I'm going to put first. Let's All right. And now, uh, Scrum, do you remember what I told you last week? Uh, we had a long talk. I can't remember the specifics. <laughs> I, I, I said the winner of the Michael oh, Thomas the and the Money Mike would be my number one. Okay. You, you won. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I'm keeping my word. I, like, you know, and everything JT just said, I completely agree with. Um, I think I have a feeling you may have put yourself in first place if you could have. Um, but yeah, you, you you have a very solid team. Uh, you have a um, solid um, point scored. You're you're up there, um, and I, I think you're going to be you're a force to be reckoned with. And you know what? It's I could been a long, quarterbacks. It's, it's been known for that. years and years and years since you've been able to say that in this league. So I just hope that you're enjoying it as we go forward. <laughs> now tomorrow there is there is something I would like to start, and obviously it's really early to be starting this, but with our league having such unusual rules and with the with the Jess conversation that we had the other day, uh, the thing I want to start is um, if if the season ended today, who would be in the playoffs? I just want to always kind of have that in the back of our minds because I know it's going to change a lot in the next you know twelve weeks or whatever it is, but. If the season ended today, uh, Casey would be the one seed. Mike, you would be the two seed. Michael Thomas would be the three seed. Uh, Jess would be the four seed, Mike, by the way. Um, and then okay. Brian, Brian would be the fifth seed. And Jake would be the sixth seed. So, obviously, there's a ton of time for well, that. Well, you explained – so it goes down to Jake because of, because of the point situation, just, just to it clarify. It does, yeah. Brian and Jake actually make it in through points. We are Ryan would be right around that spot anyway, uh, but Jake, because of uh, where he is with points, would actually be all the way up from ninth to the yeah. final spot. All right, and then can we also, while you're talking about, also talk about uh, pizza and trophy? Because there was some discussion about that too in the chat. There was, so yeah, trophy got taken care of. It's it's already done. Um, you know, it's been it's been handled uh, via. Commission. Uh, so that was uh, acquired from Casey. And I think if you guys saw in the chat, that was presented to Michael Thomas. Thanks to Scarano. They helped out. Jess helped out with that pickup on that too. Uh, so I believe that is done. Uh, that will not be, do we need to be worried about until next year. Um, well, they have to, they have to pay for the engraving. No, it's already right? done. It's already done. Okay. It's already done. That's been, that's been handled. I took care of that. Um, however, the thing that we do need to still kind of hash out is, is pizza. Um, because we had this really weird scenario where there was two people that were supposed to have pizza last year. And unfortunately, um, we didn't ever have the opportunity to get together. So, uh, you know, when we talked about it in the, in the rules meeting or, you know, in the COVID meeting, whatever you want to call it, uh, we kind of settled on the fact that we would just roll it over until next year. And um, that we would kind of maybe like combine it into one giant, more fanciful feast. Uh, and and I pizza fully like lobster. Out. What's that? 
Lobster? <laughs> I mean, gonna, the, the way that I envisioned it was that there were four, they're going to be four teams now contributing towards whatever it is. There were going to be the two from last year and then the two from this year. Uh, um, okay. I, I was actually just going to say who would be in the pizza spot this year. I know, but when you mentioned what was going on in the chat, that was what was being discussed. Okay. I mean, you know, originally, uh, some people had said, I, I kind of paid for this myself, and that was true, but we did, we, we changed it to the bottom two. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I've got all that saved and I've got all that looked at here, and I've, I, I've got to go back and just double check my numbers to make sure I know who did what uh, and who lost that. But I want to say it was, uh, I think it was Rich and Casey, maybe, that, that had that based on what I'm looking at here, um, but I'm not even positive on that. So I, w- I will have to go back and double check on it. Right now, uh, the pizza. <laughs> oh, oh man, I I think it's uh, real early on that one. But Rachel is a hundred percent in on pizza, <laughs> so congrats for her on that one. Um, the other one is interesting because if you're just looking at the standings, it's it's Jake, right? But it's not it's not just that. So we have to end up looking at um, points scored, and and the problem wow. is consolation bracket tomorrow. So yeah. Um, you know, there, there's always that too, which is, that's what decided the trophy, I think. And then the bottom two is with, with the pizzas. Maybe I'm, I'm even saying it wrong now that I think about it. Um, so I guess the pizza would be currently Colin and Rachel. And I'm, I'm, I, and honestly, I'm not that far away from the pizza. Yeah. Sorry for the long and winding. I'm kind of forgetting our own rules here, but let me, let me see if I can clarify that last place in the, in the constellation bracket is who pays for the trophy. So that's already taken care of, um, and we just have to go back and look at last year's standings for the bottom two teams at the end of the year um, to determine who is going to contribute with the other two teams for pizza this year. So that would be, uh, if I'm looking at it here, that looks like points four, bottom two. Yeah, that's me and Rich. Okay. There you go. All right. Now, so let's do, guys, and we've run uh, over from where we've had been uh, for the rest of the year. So let's do a quick uh, preview of the matchups coming up. Uh, first, you have me going up against Rachel. Um, you know, Josh Allen. Now, let me, as a Bills fans, uh, do you guys have any concerns about Allen's shoulder? I heard he no. was playing with a separated shoulder. Yeah, I, he very well could have been. That was not the problem. The first interception was a complete drop by the wide receiver. The second one, he just made a bad play. The rest of the game, he looked he looked good. He looked really good. Uh, I, he was not the problem. Yeah, he, he made, looked. He looked he made one really bad throw. Incredibly costly. Other shoulder. Yeah, and then he, he was great. Other than that, though, I I, I do first, have some concern. The other shoulder, because Josh Allen projected leader, um, Minshew as her second projected leader. This is, has she figured out a way to get a quarterback in her flex? Should that be <laughs> concerned? I think that's the case for a lot of people, though. If you have two quarterbacks, it's they're they're always going to be your highest scorers. So that's that's not that abstract of a thing to have. Happen. Yeah. All right. Um, next, we have Colin against Brian, the Gallagher uh, showdown. Gallagher uh, I think we, um, and that looks like I mean. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with Connor. Um, I, I watched a lot. It projects Connor did, not, Con, Connor did not look good though. Um, 
don't think in that game against either. the Eagles. So, yep. That 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 will be interesting, uh, and I think that might. Um, He's on my undraftable list. Change um, the projection of those teams. You know, one maybe project them, move them forward up towards the top half of the league from where they were. Um, all right, and next uh, big matchup, and you know we have Casey um, taking on the Michael Thomas. Um, and right now it looks like Casey oh. is rolling with Fitzmagic. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like we were saying. I it definitely. You could see how it how it hurts them. Yeah. yeah. And I I, I think a are. lot of a, a lot of this could like roll down to how um, Tom Brady plays too. That 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 seemed to uh, Michael has a good week if Brady plays well. And I know he's only one player, but it seems to have had a impact on the team. He's but a hostile little me, fellow. Me being misremembering. Um, maybe he'll realize how many downs he has. So uh, the other question is, uh, you know, uh, Tarek Cohen, looking sharp for Casey. Coming back next week? Him and Marlon Mack, maybe both of them? <laughs> he's got him right in the pine. It's an impressive move. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You are you are right, though. That's where he's not addressing the depth. It's it's a choice. He he knows very well. He's obviously playing fantasy. He's obviously invested. He's obviously looking at his team. He's making a choice, and and to me, it's a weird one. Yeah. Um. So we will see. We will we will we will see. I don't know what else to say to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so next we have Scarano. Um. Going up against Jake, and I think this is another interesting matchup. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, I thought you know I think I'm going to be looking closely at this uh, this matchup, and then uh, Casey against the Michael Thomas, and I think this is going to shape how the top of our league is going. Because um, you know, Jake is not near the top of our league right now, but oh, I think he could easily. But, believe it or but not. the beginning of the year, and he's there with points. Yeah, he's there with points, and he's in. And I think he is one move away from being right back in it. And I also want to say... This is a bad bye week for me. Like, I do lose my main guy here. Laggy mm, Mike. Yeah, the buys the guys begin in earnest. It is uh it is interesting. I, I'm curious to see what happens with this Falcon situation. They said they just sent the guy home and that they're gonna keep going and we'll see what happens tomorrow. But it just feels like as much as I love fantasy, every time I get an alert, I have a little a little jump and a little worry of like, is it a COVID test? And that has really brought down this year. Uh, having to have all those games moved and changed and canceled in the last couple of weeks. It's been, it's been a little bit of a bummer. It hasn't maybe not like fantasy, but it's definitely taken away a little bit of the enjoyment. And I, I hope, I hope they're able to get this under control a little bit. I saw today they instituted a new rule that if you're sick, you have to go home and quarantine, even if you are not testing positive. Yeah. For the flu. Um, and you know, you know what JT, when you send these alerts, I just picture you in a basement I know you don't have a basement, but I picture you in a basement, you know, with a little light above your head and you're just searching the interweb and getting phone calls from Goodell about the, you know, about them and breaking this news about, because, you know, 
<laughs> relatively quickly after it's posted, you you put out a text to the league and let them know. I know what's up, man. Listen, I gotta I gotta be on top of things. Your commission is trying to help. Now, Jake is projected to win, um, but I I kind of worry. You know, I, I talked about how I thought Dalton would be fine as a quarterback, but I think he only has. You know, 17 and a quarter um, points. And I, I wonder if there's another move out there that he could make to maybe help him. I mean, I'm certain of it. There's a couple teams I, I know that have quarterbacks. Uh, he's got he's to gotta figure out the one I think that we're trade going. But, uh, but in the end, that's, that's, a, that's a big one. To go from Dak to anybody is a, is a, is a tough hit. He, he was just – he was better than any of us, I think, thought would be this year, and he was already good, so – that just sucks. It was that was just a crummy one. That was it was disgusting. It was awful to watch. You just felt bad for the guy. And then we have uh, you are taking on Jess. Um, you know this is a close matchup, and I see your projected leaders. You have two quarterbacks, and Jess has two quarterbacks. So maybe Jake wants to make a call. Um, flex quarter flex. Let's go. And I mean. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, we might see, uh, you know, you're rolling with your wide receivers and um, Jess is r- rolling with her running backs. Um, so we'll, we'll see which one uh, does better. You know, I, and part of me had always thought, especially in PPR, that you, you want the wide receiver. Um, you know, they give you the higher ceiling. And that, that's something I've had a big transition to get away from. Because I'm still quarterbacks are scarce. Let me stack up with a lot of running backs. Um, and you, you see by my team, I have so many running backs on my team. Uh, but then, you know, I, I was listening to something. They're like, well, you know, you, you take the running back who's going to get 20 touches a week over a receiver who might only get six passes. Maybe. Yeah. I'm a- I mean- I don't know. I think that could be debated forever. Yeah. Worrying going against her in this matchup is that she's barely affected at all with the buys. And uh, I'm more like Mike where I'm, I'm being hurt by this a little bit. Not horribly so, but my uh, my bench has not been wonderful either. So losing Metcalf and losing Sanders and losing Metcalf. people is is, uh, is not good for me. You know, I had Jackson playing last week who looked pretty good, and he's going to my bench with a buy too. So We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, I don't love. I don't love who I have in there right now. All right, and this is our sixth episode of the year. And you know, if I've heard one comment, I've heard this comment a thousand times, and we all know what that is. So at this point, Scarano, I am going to let you take it away. Kool-Aid ready, guys. Now listen, this is Flavor Aid. This is the kind that was used at the Jonestown Massacre. Just so you know, it was great Flavor Aid. So let's go ahead and start to look at some of the teams that are um, that were generally very interesting to our league. And I'm just trying to pick everyone's favorite team. So we're going to start off nice and simple here with the Carolina Panthers. And I know they've won a couple of games lately. You'd think that they're looking good. I think Rule has them in moving in the right direction. And I do think it was the right move to go right ahead and to make sure that to move on from Newton and Rivera. Even though I like Rivera and Newton quite a bit, 
Um, I'm certainly going to go ahead, and uh, I hate to say this, Mike, but they're going in the dog bowl here. Um, I just don't think that they're that good of a team. I do think they're moving in the right direction. Speaking of other teams here we're going to move on to, Matt, it's going to be your Eagles. Matt, I was a Carson Wentz guy. I drafted Carson Wentz. I like Carson Wentz. But I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't see the same quarterback, and I'm not usually the biggest weapons guy. That He doesn't have any weapons. He's throwing the lawn furniture. Tom Brady always seems to make it work. Rodgers makes it work. Breeze makes it work. I'm sorry. I just don't buy into it. I think that there's something in Wentz's head right now. And I hate to tell you about your Eagles. They're going in the dog bowl, buddy. Now, in our continuation, we're going to go move right in to the Cleveland Browns. Now, I do not believe in Baker Mayfield whatsoever. I think he was a reach. I think he was probably a late first-round quarterback for some initial success. But I'll tell you this, Stefanski has them being one of the best running games in the league right now. As a matter of fact, I think they're one. They have a good offensive line. They have a good defensive line. And on the Cleveland Browns, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid. Wow. Now, we're going to move right on into the Cowgirls here. Now, here's my problem with the Cowgirls. Nobody could have foreseen the Dak injury. It was kind of a freak accident, and it was horrific. Um, I do think Dalton is one of the backup, best backup quarterbacks in the league, and I'm not really worried about that side of the ball. My real problem is the C.D. Lamb pick. Now, everyone's going to say, he looks great. He looks great. Of course they should have picked him. You had Wilson, Gallup, and Cooper, and then you just paid Cooper over $100 million. And what you did is you brought sand to the beach when your defense looks that bad. You should have been able to know that that was a very bad pick, or did you let old Uncle Jerry pick one again? You're going in the dog bowl. Now it's time for that moment. I don't know if you could see this on here. It's the Buffalo Bills. And I'll be honest with you, I can't unsee that game. It looked pretty bad. They looked as bad as I've ever seen, and their defense looked really, really, really bad. But there is one thing I know, and when I do look at a team, there's three things that I look for to see if I think that they're a good team. Do they have good ownership? Do they have a good general manager, a good coach, and pardon me if I said three, I mean four, and a good quarterback? And I do think the direction the Bills are moving in right now, you could check all those boxes. I think a lot of the opt-outs affected the Bills on the defensive line a lot more than we thought, and we certainly could use another edge rusher. But for the Buffalo Bills, I feel like the dry drunk at the party, and I'm going to drink this one. Call me Homer. Now, just so you know what's on the other side of the dog bowl. <laughs> Sorry about this, man. But you have this coming, man. Your team is just looking that bad. You guys can take it away here. <laughs> that was uh, that was Rick Perry esque with your losing count of how many things you were supposed to be doing there. That was good. Yeah, yeah, I missed it. I missed it. Usually don't include ownership, but you take it away, guys. Yeah, Tamal, I think you might be on mute, man. Yeah, I, I, I'll say I agree with you about the Eagles. Um, the one thing I'll say about, oh, the Packers are able to do it without it. No, the Packers consistently draft wide receivers. Um, the Eagles, 
they're playing with a bunch of practice squad. So, but we will see. All right, right, guys. It's been it's it's been fun. Good luck this week. I think this is going to um, we're very closely bunched together in the league, and uh, this could very well change that starting in this week. So, good luck to you. Big week.